This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Take the Black. Not so live at the show where myself, Dan Selke of WinnersComing.net and Mia Johnson of DorksOfTheForce.com talk about all things Game of Thrones, Song of Ice and Fire, Star Wars, Marvel, superheroes, sci-fi, fantasy, dragons, lasers, etc. And today we are coming at you uh, pre-recorded because of technical difficulties I'm sure you've experienced them. We all have. We never like them. Uh, so it's going to be me and Mia just talking in our little bubble without help from you guys i'm sorry about that still feel free to leave your comments we'd still like to read them but hope we'll be back uh in that up to full speed there soon mia how are you doing this week the week of mid-april 2021 (laughs) i know it's already mid-april pretty well i looked outside i went outside i saw the lake today i had to go kind of do a quick drive it's so beautiful i was like oh man i just i'm so happy that spring is here and weather's looking nice it is very beautiful outside. I'm liking that a lot. It's kind of weird, like, coming off the pandemic year. Um, I I almost, I mean, it sounds cheesy, but I like, I almost look at outdoor and indoor spaces that are not my apartment in a new way that I really didn't <laughs> yeah. kind of before. Do you know what I mean? Is Do you want to hear something funny? So, kind of, yes. Last week I went to, I was going on a walk to the lake and it takes me maybe like 10 minutes to just kind of get there from my apartment. Mm-hmm. I put on like the soundtrack or the music that plays in Disney World <laughs> while I was going on my walk. <laughs> so, it kind of felt, I was like, oh my gosh, look, I'm like here and it's so magical and awesome and that just really elevates the mood. So, if you ever go on a walk and you want to kind of have that Disney experience, just go to YouTube put on the soundtrack and you'll be set. <laughs> it does feel like we're coming out of not only a literal winter, but a long spiritual winter brought on by um, the pandemic, which is just an interesting phenomenon. But you know what's not in a winter is Game of Thrones, which is right now, right? Like that segue. Um, which is now having a bit a big resurgence. It's the anniversary, mm-hmm. 10-year anniversary game. HBO is going all out to promote it. In fact, they sent me a huge box of swag for the Marathon event. You think about that <laughs> while I get it. Okay, awesome. I've been waiting for this. I love unboxings. <gasps> the Marathon. Oh, I have unboxed it all already. I'm not going to like literally do it in front of you. But um, well, the box I, is it's quite still large. a thought that counts. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be able to lift this and show it. Yeah. I would. I, this was full of this. I couldn't do that. It is quite elaborate. For example, I got this uh, very thick uh, Marathon hooded sweater. Nice. That I will now ask you to make some color commentary over while I struggle to put yes. it on over my head. Oh, it looks very warm on the inside. We've got a nice lining. It says Marathon on the back. Hooded black. So it goes with anything and everything. And you look Absolutely. very comfy. Oh. <laughs> 
perfect for those long nights where you're sitting watching HBO Max and streaming till the sun goes up and down. <laughs> I did lose an earbud though while I was putting it on. <laughs> One second. <laughs> we already had technical difficulties the last time, and now we've got this. Oh, oh whatever. Damn. I'm sure it'll come. I'm sure it'll turn up eventually. Just anyway, so shake. that's that. <laughs> you look like a penguin a little bit this is it's a good look on you is that good or bad i like it i mean it's the wrong time of year for it it's kind of like they want to send you the winter thing when like it's turning to spring but whatever yeah. i appreciate the thought oh, next yeah. year it'll be all the rave i mean in keeping with the uh winter is coming but not really theme i also got this lovely long sleeve sweatshirt wow <sighs> The Marathon. Where are they sending these things? To like the northern Minnesota where it's still kind of cold? I'm not sure. But yeah. But I like it. <laughs> All the LA journalists out there. Oh, I feel bad for them. Exactly. <laughs> now you've got like the Emperor Palpatine thing going on. What's going on, Dan? Yeah. I kind of like it. It, it, it. it fits my inner, my, my, my inner dark prince. Um, a very nice letter. Dear Winter is Coming Aww. in fake uh, handwritten script. I've been part of the fandom, its legacy for these past years. And now your rewatch begins. A lot of this is getting people to rewatch the show. The Marathon. The Marathon. marathon. Uh-huh. I don't think that quite works as a pun, by the way. I don't know why. Like, it doesn't rhyme. So I, I have a trouble connecting it. But I, I get it. I appreciate the effort. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I got a Marathon chocolate bar that I'm looking forward to Whoa. eating. Not iron bad. bar. <laughs> the iron bar, not bad. An intense, heavy, intense chocolate, darker than the night. That's wonderful. That sounds okay to me, frankly. <laughs> We're also getting some mugs. This looks like before we take off the little packaging, and then mm-hmm. Marathon oh. mugs. Hang around wow. with that. You know, um, my most used Game of Thrones swag from over the year definitely are mugs. Yeah. I, 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 I tend to get sent these and then, like, these are useful. I'll keep these. Yeah. Yeah. It would have looked nice in the office. Well, eventually, maybe. You know, sure. we'll be back there. Well, some of this stuff, I, I, I wonder if I'll give away for the Wick Club this month. Mm. Would, would any of you like this? Because it might be hard now because I kind of, I'm kind of getting into it. You broke it in at least, so now you know it's nice and it's roomy and cozy for everyone. Of course, we got wildling popcorn. <laughs> How's that related exactly? I'm not 100% sure, but it's nice. A marathon necklace to wear. Very nice. It's a, it's a metal. It's not necessary. <laughs> And finally, I, I will keep these or give them away as you guys. If you guys want this stuff, let me know because I could do a wick clip giveaway. Um, some Game of Thrones socks. Check that out. I figured. The I socks am not a, a a fancy sock person normally, but mm-hmm. um, this is very sweet. And you know, it's part yeah. of my my life for a while, and it is free. You got like Stark, Baratheon, Lannister, Targaryen, all the sigils on there. Ah, That's Game nice. of Thrones socks. Excuse Seriously, guys. <laughs> oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, continue. You continue. Where is that thing? Where is that? <laughs> it's in there this somewhere. This isn't live. We're, Thank, we're fine, no, yeah. I, I'm sorry it's not live. But seriously, guys, before we go on, if you do 
want any of this uh comment because this could be a good wit club giveaway for this month it does seem kind of natural but yeah thanks for okay this is going off no thanks for hbo for uh sending us all this stuff it's promote the marathon which you know we said before for the iron universe they're doing a lot of stuff there um kind of encouraging rewatches they have mm-hmm. these different paths you can rewatch on Ew. like watch this path for all the white walker episodes watch this path for all the narrow targaryen episodes etc and so forth they're raising money for a bunch of different charities by doing that. Oh, nice. Um, I'm never entirely sure exactly how. Like, I guess you rewatch and you pledge. Or people see you rewatching or you update it and then they pledge to keep you rewatching. Things like that. Um, they added, you know, the module to the homepage. And they have all kinds of interviews and videos going up. The Conan O'Brien interviews are available. And I think, like, I'm going to go ahead and say I am sure that by the end of the month they'll show something of House of the Dragon. Wouldn't that be a nice finale? I think it would. Just give us a little something to, you know, have hope for. Yeah. I think it makes a lot of sense, like, to end this kind of celebratory Game of Thrones month with the look at the future. What's Mm -hmm. next for the franchise? And speaking of that, it's also been an interesting time to kind of, like, take the temperature of the room in terms of what Game of Thrones was, where it's going, and whether it still has momentum. Because we've discussed before, the show is so, so huge, um, obviously, mm-hmm. enormous. Um, and then it ended in a very uh, divisive way, with a lot of people saying, I loved it, I hated it, in between. And there is, th- 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 there was a narrative for a while that it was going to kind of, like, that was it. It felt the face of the earth. And clearly HBO yeah. is betting the other way. HBO is betting, no, you want more. We're going to make one, two, three, four, five, six, seven series plus a play that you're going to want to watch. So that they're betting big on it. Yeah. And then there are definitely a, oh my, um, a cadre of particularly sort of, I'm sure you have some experience with this, maybe in Star Wars fandom. Um, <laughs> d- upset fans who, even years later, seem to be like keeping the hatred going. Yeah. Like if you get online, in, in you know, because in Twitter for like where I run in, there's a lot of Game of Thrones chatter, obviously. Mm-hmm. And you, you do notice like kind of the same people coming up saying like just like just seeming to like live to put down yeah. <laughs> the showrunners to crap on the show um and there, i love the narrative that no one talks about game of thrones anymore which is said by people who are literally talking about it while they yeah. say it that's always very interesting and there are also plenty of folk who are too who, i mean I, like the negative tends to stand out but it, it's always mm-hmm. um there are also plenty of folk who love talking about it just in general plenty of accounts that are still dedicated to it for kicks there's yeah. one account called We Still Love Game of Thrones that I kind of think is funny. Oh. Like, they were, I think, made in, like, up to the narrative. And all of that is kind of gotten brought back up this month and this past week because there's been so much new attention to it. And I, there's been a couple of new big video essays coming out um, that are, like, one that got a few hundred thousand views already, I think, from Captain wow. Midnight, who I watch occasionally. He's okay. Um, about the continued relevance of it. So I guess the question is, what is the continued relevance of it? And does this series have the momentum to go uh, the distance mm-hmm. and stay in the pop culture consciousness? Because I got to say, two years in, it feels like it still is. I yeah. mean, obviously, we're not at the height it was, but folks still talk about it online. 
I mean, a site like Winter is Coming can still exist and do okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and whenever they release those parent analytics reports that kind of measure demand among people, measured by like how often they're talking about a Game of Thrones, is still two years out, still like almost always near the top, even though mm-hmm. it's like long over. So I do think there's still plenty of interest. Um, I think this is sort of proving it. I also think that narrative that it's horrible and over forever is very much still out there. But I don't think that counteracts that there's a lot of interest. In fact, it might support it. Probably, yeah. I love your response and I'm going to look for the earbud for a second while (laughs) while you do. As I talk. Yeah. yeah, like you were saying with the people who are kind of like, you know, it's it's done and over. Yeah, they're still talking about it and they're still, you know, kicking the name up. Um, uh, oh, oh, we've got a fine, but <laughs> I think you can still hear me while I talk. Yes, I um, can. Okay, awesome. So, yeah, it's kind of, it's hard for me because I'm not like, I am very much on the outskirts of this Game of Thrones fandom. So, whatever... I hear it's either like, you know, tweets from, you know, on Winter's Coming or some of the, your writers or some of the people that I know. Um, so that's what I'm, I'm trying to like feel it in my head. Like yeah, where, where am I feeling this in my head? It definitely, I'll say it doesn't feel like it's gone away or like it's died down. That definitely doesn't feel like anything that's happened. And um, I think, you know, there would be this maybe bigger response with all these shows coming out if it was just like really hate and they were like, why are they doing this? You know, why, why is HBO even trying? I haven't seen that kind of huge reaction. I know there's always, you know, the vocal minority that you're talking about, but it seems to still be well received. And, you know, like even the people who were in the poll, you know, last week or whenever that was, like the Daenerys stands, they're still full out and whatever they oh, did works. The Daenerys stands are, do not come to play. Like they are very uh, passionate about, about, about their yeah. chosen standum. Um, well, let me ask you this, because you're a Star Wars expert and this is sort of, we, we can pick through all the time. I mean, Star Wars came out in like what, 77, mm. 80, and 82, 3, something like that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> and like. Don't make me do the math off the top of my head. Gotcha. And um, and then, I mean, it, 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 it went dormant, at least in the big way, for until 99, which is Phantom Menace. So, like, well over a decade. <laughs> what kept the fans going in that period, to your knowledge? That is a good question. I think this was, we were kind of done, I would say, by the 90s. Maybe, I think there were still, it was still kind of that time of re-releases. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, you probably I do remember still the had re-releases. VHS was becoming a thing around this time. So, I think maybe in part it was kind of the keeping that alive through the re-releases. It was still something completely, you know, groundbreaking on its own. So, I think that kept it alive as well. Yeah. Um, and people just kind of really into collecting, I'm pretty sure, was it, you know, collecting toys for adults <laughs> by that time. And was especially, in, you've it's, got, it's, it's, it's infancy and so I was really pioneering mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And you've got now, okay, maybe 20 or so years later, these people who are having this nostalgia for the film that they grew up on and all that stuff. So, of course, when George Lucas, you know, reintroduces it, 
um, it's going to be like, oh my gosh, you know, kind of for us, whenever we see nostalgia stuff now, it's like, oh wow, you know, they're bringing it back. And so that's what I think kind of kept it going um, between the re-releases and just this attachment in nostalgia. I, th- I mean, I-, I think there were also like novels and stuff, but I'm not 100% sure. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, legends. all the legend stuff. Yeah, that's <laughs> no longer canon, but you know, they still acknowledge it a little bit. Remember one time I took like a uh, math course over the summer, um, mm-hmm. like to pick up an extra credit, and my like professor was just like, <laughs> like reading a, a Star Wars paperback <laughs> while we were taking a test. I'm like I don't know why it's stuck out my head, but I, but I, I clearly remember that moment. That's funny. Um, and of course today studios don't want to wait over a decade they want things right the hell now mm-hmm. like we're always talking about how there are 30,000 marvel shows coming there are like 10 star wars shows coming they're making two witcher spinoffs last i checked and that show's like fresh out of the gate um there are stories about that all over the place and if anything waiting like three years for a new game yes. of thrones show Honest to God, it <laughs> almost feels like a long time today. Yeah, yeah. Given like is... how quickly things come out. Yeah, and I, I get it. To me, it almost feels like, well, yeah. Let's let's give it some breathing room. To me, mm-hmm. three years would feel like good breathing room, but compared to the competition, it's like, yeah. At this point, three years is kind of like ancient. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it's a thing like you can't really unring the bell. Like I, I'm. I wouldn't mind if things, I mean, you, you, you know, would, would, would take more time off, but, mm-hmm. um, they just don't like the, the economies of what, what you demand, of what streamers and networks demand require you do things really, 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 really fast. Um, and I think they're actually going to want to keep, put them out that quickly once it gets going, but I don't mind the break. I, I, yeah. I, I, th- I wish more studios would be a little more, uh, sensitive to that sort of thing so before we move on um we're passing we're celebrating game of thrones all week all month here really with all kinds of articles we got quizzes up on wick for you what house are you oh me i should take a what house are you quiz i wonder which oh, one you are <laughs> i'm gonna guess you're already. baratheon i have no oh yeah that, that was about monday okay. like identify the lines match the romances all good times we also have this graphic I thought we would play really quick. And also, you yes. guys, anybody watching, please, um, if you flash on the screen, play it with us. A fun little thing where the first initial of your first name is who you're fighting for. Last initial is who you're fighting against. And your zodiac sign is how you die. Although, I, I'm just want to see now. Oh, okay. No, I'm good. So, <laughs> I, Dan Selkie, am fighting for House Tully against the dothraki and i get my head lobbed clean off um mia (laughs) where what is your game of thrones fate okay so my game of thrones fate um let us see so house valerian is who i'm fighting for um house baratheon is who i'm fighting against and my head is crushed or head crushed by the mountain is how I die, which is one of the most gruesome deaths. And I hate thinking about that one. <laughs> I'm sorry that I had you do that. But yeah, um, that is one of the worst ones. I missed Flane Alive when I was writing it. I, someone like said like, oh, worse than Flane Alive. I'm like, oh, why didn't I include Flane Alive on this? That would have been more fun <laughs> next time. 
Wow, yeah. So, yeah. Congratulations to any Capricorns who just get to die of old age. <laughs> You know what I learned? That apparently it is Capricornus. Like, that's what it's on the graphic. And we have people asking, like, what's Capricornus? And I'm like, I don't know. And I looked it up and like, oh, it's actually Capricornus. Wow. Hmm. Who knew? Yeah, I, didn't, I just realized that. <laughs> I know. It was that's news to me. Capricornus. Well, that was very fun. I Ooh. hope everyone else kind of... We'll go back and check if you want to leave your response in the comments. Yeah. L- leave, uh, leave who you're fighting for, who you're fighting against, and how you die. Uh, Richard would be just for fun. Fighting for the wildlings, of course. Um, against House Tully, naturally. I don't know when the hell he's born, but I'm going to go ahead and say that he is eaten by hounds. <laughs> All we'll right. figure out if that um, was accurate we- or not after the show. <laughs> We can. <laughs> he gives off very um, Virgo energy. I didn't mean it to sound off like that. I don't know what that means, but he definitely <laughs> does. All right. Anyway, Mia, moving on. Uh, what are we watching this week? Well, some new things, some old things, some familiar things. We're watching The Falcon and the Winter Soldier with the new episode, The Whole World is Watching. Thanks for what it's called. Mm-hmm. I and I, I think you'll agree with me when I say um, that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I was very much impressed with this. And I think last time Zemo was starting to grow on me this time. I've watched at e- each one at least twice now. This one, the Zemo, real. I don't know what it is. I just love now that he has a personality. Um, you know, they were able to kind of, you know, let him, uh, Daniel Brule, like let him play, let him be the character outside of, you know, the the typical villain banter and stuff like that that we've seen in Civil War. So he is so, so awesome. I love that he's kind of sometimes one step ahead of everybody, like um, in this scene where he goes and he's he brings the candy to the children. And yeah, then very he, he talks them into, you know, getting them to find the funeral for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's been a couple other times, too, where you're wondering, like, is he going to double cross us? Is he going to help us? Um, well, he ended up running away anyway at the end of the episode. So, I mean, like, he ran away. Emo. Like, I'm, I'm not sure I can call it an escape. Like, it was fun. Like, <laughs> they, they were fighting against um, the, the Wakandan guards. Who had, yeah. There we go. Sorry, I was going to ask you. What are they called? Dormelage. The Dormelage. Yeah. A. And he didn't really escape. He just, like, kind of <laughs> sauntered slowly to the door closed yeah. it quietly and politely and just walked out yeah <laughs> like no one blame it yourself really people um that was a good fight scene by the way the dormelaja and i love that yeah winter soldier falcon and i know all the names and wyatt captain america whose name is walker john walker there we go Yay. i got it <laughs> i was just gonna let you struggle <laughs> and then no i will get it and then Battlestar, whose name is Lamar. I know all of these names. Check Yay. me out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. to, to, to me, uh, so, sorry, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, I was, no, okay, yeah. I was going to talk about kind of the John Walker thing because they mm-hmm. are taking us an interesting place. At first, I wasn't one to be like, oh, I really, really hate this character. I don't know if I can still say I hate him, but they are, you know, showing that he's like, it's hard for me to wrap my my head around his character. Um, I think there was this old Captain America quote that I saw on Reddit where it was like, I think it was Dr. Erskine was, Erskine was talking to Steve 
And um, he was like, you know, there are a lot of good soldiers, but not a lot of good men. And so somebody was mm. like, yeah, John Walker is a good soldier, but is he a good man? And it's like the way he, he went like sicko mode on that, you know, the guy who, <laughs> <laughs> when he was chasing him down at the end of the episode and he's got blood on his shield. And it was like, yeah, that oh was intense. Gosh. That yeah. was um, by far the best bit of the episode where John Walker pops off and just brutally murders a man yeah. while they're all recording them on their cell phones. I mean, also very kind of relevant to today, what we see a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, they definitely went there and made him more interesting. I mean, there is part of me that's like, <laughs> what, what did you think was going to happen? Like, you <laughs> yeah. give someone like, you give, obviously, the replacement Captain America wasn't going to be a good guy. He was going to go dark at some point mm-hmm. um it has kind of obsessive nature to his personality where he decided to take the serum make himself yeah. strong and then you know it's a classic conflict right you have a lot of power what do you do with it if you're steve rogers you're used to help people if you're john walker you take your shield and punch in somebody's chest over and over and over after they kill your buddy um, it's good imagery for a Marvel show to have the Captain America shield all covered in blood and certainly a psychopathic, wild-eyed looking Captain America standing over the mutilated body of a man he just killed. Um, it raises the stakes and, you know, often Marvel has a problem where they don't really, uh, like to kill people or if they do, don't let them stay dead. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, th- this guy is... The guy he killed is like designed to be killed, so you can see how bad John Walker is. Yeah, I mean, th- there is like a part of me. It's like they wouldn't like reveal it was all the decoy with a bunch of blood capsules that were just like pop, and it only looked like it, and can come back through some <laughs> yeah. kind of necromancy, would they? Because they no, do not I like didn't... killing folk permanently in this thing. But yeah, it's usually like you know more main characters. This guy, you know, one of Carly's kind of you know right hand men, just kind hand men, seems like he is one of those expendables. You know, just kind of you know. Usually people are punched and they kind of are just unconscious or they die off screen. This guy, I think, if Lamar is definitely dead, then I think this guy oh, is Lamar, dead. Yeah. Kind of like an eye for an eye um, or Battle Star. What if just, they both come just, back? Oh, don't <laughs> see, don't, don't put that in there. But then again, that that brings up, you know, is is Marvel gonna find a way to finally hold this Captain America accountable? Are we, you know, we've been hoping for that in Wandavision, and they kind of backed out of that and saying, you know, we're we'll find a way to, even if he is, you know, not necessarily the Avenger that we want. Um, I can maybe see them being like, oh, well, yeah, we can punish this guy because he's not really an Avenger and we might not use yeah, him exactly. down the line. Um, so, I mean, has there yeah. been like a more brutal death scene in the entire MCU? I'm, I'm, you know it better than I do. I'm trying to think. I can't really think I, of one, especially. The one thing that like, came to mind, I was going to say, was when Thor uh, killed Thanos the, f- the first time <laughs> where he, you know, s- swung his um, axe and just knocked his head clean off yeah it was very you know a gruesome image to see but maybe you know it didn't have the same mm-hmm. i was gonna say it didn't have I mean, the same well, impact yeah, for one as thing, one, like, well yeah because like thanos is, is an alien god and a big purple yeah nine foot tall man and also they brought him back later that movie exactly <laughs> this did seem a lot more stark and brutal yeah and i like that and it makes me wonder um where they go from here and 
how they deal with him. Because if like he can do that, could he do that to one of our heroes, Falcon, Winter Soldier, either of them? Yeah. God, can you imagine? It would be very, very intense. Um, now, like, so I'm not sure I love the show's message. I'm not sure I hate it either. I'm just going to say what I think it is and then we can talk about it. Um, <laughs> where it's this, I guess, power is, uh, is can corrupt, but not mm-hmm. if it gets, but not if the right people wield it. So, power is kind of neutral. If John Walker has power, he is a mm-hmm. bit of a budding psycho, American psycho type who's going to abuse it and murder people and probably go on to do even worse things. If Steve Rogers has it, he's cool. He'll always do the right thing. Um, and you can trust him with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I really believe that. I wonder if maybe more there should like power does corrupt no matter what and the key is to have other safeguards around it so you no one has that much of it Uh um but it is a classic superhero theme right i mean it's all about what you do with power and of course superheroes have power and they do good things with it and the villains do bad things with it and i guess um i guess i'm kind of on zemo's side a little bit maybe with uh no one should have that kind of power like in the real world (laughs) in the marvel world i'm pretty sure it'll be fine yeah exactly yeah, I, I totally understood i'm like when he you know busted those vials of the super soldier serum i was like yeah let it stay gone because you see what it's, he it's was created angry. already yeah he <laughs> that was his moral code they were talking about they were like you know zemo might be a little untrustworthy but he still has a code and he still has these things that he believed like when he shot the doctor or the scientist back at the lab because he was that right. adamant Honestly, okay, so this is just, I wonder if the MCU is spinning out too far, because, like, I've seen all the movies, Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I remember he was in Civil War, but I still don't remember, like, what his deal was. Why does he hate super soldiers again? Um... I would have to dig deep to kind of remember... (laughs) Well, okay, the, the whole thing about him and his thing, right, with Civil War was... Um, in Age of Ultron, we got to go back to Age of Ultron. Exactly, you know the Avengers <laughs> were fighting Ultron. Nineteen ninety one, exactly, <laughs> and they blew up, um, or you know, very much damaged, basically Sokovia. You know, that's where Scarlet right. Witch is from. That's where he was from. Um, and you find out at the end of Civil War that his wife and his um, son uh, died. Okay, okay, okay. And okay, so okay. instead of you know trying to have this elaborate plot to assassinate one of them or something he was like well why don't i just get the avengers to you know kind of kill themselves from the the inside out basically Um, so that could be one part of his you know whole i hate the whole idea of superheroes superheroes or super beings shouldn't exist but then they were also saying he's done some stuff where he tried to stop like the hydra experimentation with the super soldiers too so i don't know if that was as a result of the avengers or before but that that kind of gives you an overview i wonder before we move on i wonder if like because again like I, i've watched them all I, I think i pay okay attention but like some of the details just aren't there because we've yeah. been doing this for like over a decade now i wonder like if they pay as much attention to detail as they do as kevin feige is so good at doing eventually like even people who really love this stuff it, it, it's gonna be like too much homework yeah like what if like the stories get to a point where it's referencing like this movie from 2009 and this one from 2012 and this one from 2016 and then this tv show and wandavision this mm-hmm. tv show that came after that you're like and it's like dude i have other things to do with my life i can't just yeah. spend it all remembering this 
Yeah, that's why they created Marvel Legends, which is on Disney Plus, and it's kind of like five to maybe ten minutes focusing on each character. So they did like Wanda, they done Vision, and then they did you know Bucky, Falcon, Zemo, and Sharon Carter as well. Just to be like, just in case you missed anything, here's the recap of that character. <laughs> so I'm sure they're going to continue to do it with like Loki, and then maybe whatever else comes next, Hawkeye okay. probably too. Yeah, overall, I enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to yeah, the yeah, two um, finale episodes. Yeah, I can't believe that. <laughs> I mean, it's only six. And then yeah. I think we'll get a bit of a break, because Loki airs in, like, June the 11th. summer, August? Oh, June 11th. June 11th, Oh, it's not that yeah. much of a break. We'll be fine. No, I want it now. Really? <laughs> Do you? No, I want to rest. Well, this is the one that I've been looking the most forward to, so That's it's true. just going to have to be a delayed gratification sort of thing. Cool. And, um... The Nevers came out, the new HBO uh, Joss Whedon program about Victorian women with X-Men powers fighting against an upper crust English society that does not believe they should exist. And um, it seemed to have gone over fine. Um, It didn't like blow up the internet. It wasn't cursed to hell either. It got good ratings. Um, people watched it. Um, like I said before, I enjoyed the episode. There were some that I've watched more or less. I'm looking forward to seeing more. I don't know if it's going to be able to get really, a really, a really good foothold. It's so quirky in like a really, uh, aggressively quirky almost. That yeah. I wonder if people are going to connect with it. Um, but I like it and I'll be curious to see how people respond as it, as it keeps rolling. Yeah. It, the quirky thing for sure is I think something that might be kind of like a barrier of entry. Actually, I think like because the trailer did such a good job of showing you what this show Mm. is, I think there might be some of those slower moments or those moments where things start to get a little clunky where people are like, you know, but I was promised, you know, mutant fighting superhero ladies. (laughs) And it's like you get that. And they definitely put that in the beginning as well. But then it slows down. You've got kind of like when they're talking um, the opera scene that was this first one right because <laughs> I'm yeah. like I don't want to yeah they're talking at the opera yes. <laughs> and they're kind of going on and, and you know waxing poetic and getting philosophical and it's like yeah I understand it but I also want to you know get back to the action and then they kind of did as well with the introducing Malady and all that um, maybe I'm just projecting I just wanted to be like a straightforward superhero show whereas it, it's like it is but also it likes it to take bit. its time as well and build up to those moments it's like that's why you and I are, are, are good for a show because we are different kinds of viewers like I literally got the opposite like that conversation was my favorite part of the episode like I liked it when I watched the first, I'm, I'm not kidding yeah no no no, like, no I, I like that like I liked that I thought I liked the dialogue. I, it, it, like sometimes the dialogue is a bit too much. Like Maldi's mm. dialogue is like, God, how much crazy do you have to talk just like over and over? But um, I thought they all were kind of in character. I was learning new things about them. I thought like there was good interplay between the different personalities. I liked sort of. I enjoyed learning about the word employee and its origins. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I, I thought that was that was literally my favorite scene of the episode. And I like the slower moments in the other episodes. And I actually thought that they could have like. I thought. I thought the fight scene of the car chase came too soon in that opening bit. I was like, can we build up to this? But again, yeah. you, I'm guessing, uh, enjoyed those bits. Yeah. 
and I enjoy them. I just thought that like, and eh, I, I, I could, I could do with more talking in that bit. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I, the first part though, did kind of spring on me pretty fast. I think that might've been something I might've had to like rewind that part too. Cause it seemed to go from like really zero to 100 really quick. It did. Yeah. And you've got this whole mission. I'm like, wait, why is she fighting people? And, and why are these people are kidnapping scarred? the girl? Yeah. And, and I guess, you know, the whole kidnapping and the mass thing is something that'll, you know, uh, play out as well. And the mystery will unfurl. But... Can um, I spring... Um, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you go. <laughs> Can I spring a somewhat uh, controversial question on you? Oh, let's go. Okay. So, obviously, obviously, the discourse around this show has a lot to do with, you know, it itself... And also the cloud that hangs over because of Joss Whedon's involvement and subsequent departure mm-hmm. after it came out. I mean, he was, I mean, in summary, accused of inappropriate behavior by several actors he's worked with, including, I think, most notably, I mean, to me, it was like Charisma Carpenter, like, really got the full thing going. Although that was after yeah. he left. Because of Carpenter, Michelle Trachtenberg, Ray Fisher, um, Amber Benson. Um, he's been canceled. He's gone. And I have seen a lot of reviews that talk about it a lot. I figured that some reviewers would make their opinions about it more about Joss Whedon than the show. And I do think that's kind of happening. Mm -hmm. What do you think about the idea? Should this show be ushered out of its life on account of its association with Joss Whedon? And the fact he probably will make money off it. Or... Should it be allowed to go on and stand on its own, uh, given that, you know, it's not like J.K. Rowling, one person who wrote a book. This is a show with hundreds of people yeah. involved in it, in its creation. Ooh. Hmm. It's a good question, because I know we were talking yeah. last week kind of about, you know, Joss Whedon really having his, his stamp on this. Oh, and I was like, slathered all over it. I was like, I wouldn't mind if they had, con- if they wanted to continue and, you know, try to either replicate that or maybe let it transform into, you know, whoever yeah. the next showrunner is or whatever it may be. Uh, for me, it just, it naturally feels like a show that would have more than one season. And they have some great yes. characters that I feel like it would be such a shame to abandon them because, you know, the actresses are really great. The characters are, are pretty great. Um, I, I I personally don't think this whatever the story is that it can be told over the course of just one season. Um, gosh, so yeah, I know it's kind of you know steeped in this controversy, but I would kind of be hopeful to see you know maybe they can pull it off somehow and still try to do a second season. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shows before have I mean. They transition from uh, from from one creative thing to another. Mm-hmm. Often it, it doesn't end well. Um, I'm thinking like I don't know, like uh, True Blood when it switched showrunners. It mm. famously kind of became uh, less popular. I think Seinfeld had that in the final years, but um, it, it, it it's it's not a rule. And I, I agree with you. I do think there there are. It, it does seem like it would be a waste because clearly there's a lot of creative energy in here and not mm-hmm. just Joss Whedon. I mean, like, I really like a lot of the actors involved in this. I think they're doing yeah. good jobs, especially Laura Donnelly and Anne Skelly. Especially Laura Donnelly. I really like Laura Donnelly in this role. I think she's <laughs> really a kind of a protagonist I am happy to follow around. Seems to anchor mm-hmm. scenes quite well. 
Mm-hmm. Um, there's a good writing staff. There's clearly a lot of resources put into it. I would hope it, it gets given a chance. Um, but again, I, I guess it'll depend on how folk respond to the coming episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited to see how this rounds out because, yeah, we only got to see four episodes. So there's plenty more story to tell. Hopefully we'll get more. Um, watch anything else, Mia? I honestly don't think so. I feel like every time we come to this, I just have amnesia because I might yeah, like I putting the Clone Wars in the back or I'm reading a Star Wars All book right. or I'm, I'm pretty sure there's another Star Wars book in my mailbox as we speak. So <laughs> that's just <laughs> been my life and getting prepared for the Bad Batch too, which is coming nice. on May the 4th. And next week, I, I, I had something for lunch. Um, we're going to be talking about an, uh, a next week, I promise, a Netflix program, a dark YA fantasy that I cannot name out of fear. But we'll be talking about it next Wednesday. Looking forward to that. And until then, you can find us in podcast form on Google Play, iTunes, wherever podcasts are available. Um, give us a listen. Give us a like. And thanks for watching. We will see you next Wednesday at 4 p.m. on the Winners Coming Facebook page and YouTube page. Bye-bye, everybody. Good night. This podcast is brought to you by Fansighted. Join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.